What is up, y'all? It's your girl, Danielle. Welcome to the Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast, where we inspire beautiful women just like you to shatter their glass ceiling once and for all and show their future generations how to do the same. Listen, we have new episodes every Monday and Wednesday where we talk about life, motherhood, spirituality, and everything in between. Listen, go ahead and click that like button. Go ahead and subscribe and join the tribe, honey. You know you want to. And be sure to comment. Let us know what you wanted to talk about, what you want to hear about next. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast. Let's get into the episode. Imagine your daughter is really excited. She's been asking you to take dance classes for the last few months, and you've been reluctant because she has not always shown dedication and commitment in the past. But finally, you decide that you're going to let her try a class out, reluctantly, because the town that you know that the class is going to be in is not a town that you have had good experiences in. She's excited. She's ready to go to class. And... You introduce her to the teacher. The teacher is somebody who looks just like you. And she goes into class and she enjoys the class. And then right as she's getting ready to leave class, a little girl who does not look like her spits in her face. Not only does she spit in her face, but she tells her, no high fives for you. Meaning that my daughter can't get high fives from the teacher. And then the teacher proceeds to tell your daughter that even though the little girl apologized, she has to apologize too. And as a mother, you're sitting outside of the door where you can't see anything, and but you can hear. And it doesn't raise any alarms at first because you don't want to be that parent, right? You don't want to be the parent that questions everything that somebody does. You don't want to be that parent that is paranoid that somebody is treating your child unfairly, even when you can feel in your gut that that's exactly what's happening. Imagine your child coming out of class, very excited. Mommy, I loved class. Class was great. I was so good. And, but this little girl was being really mean to me. And you ask her what happened. And she says, she spit in my face, mommy. She went, and then I asked her, I said, why did you have to apologize? And she said, I don't know, mommy, I didn't do anything wrong. And now you know your child a little bit, so you pry, you ask questions a little bit differently because, you know, kids don't always give you all of the information, but the answer doesn't change. There's no new information. You can see that she's feeling defeated. And although she loved the class, you know that deep down on the inside, something is not right. Well, this is what I experienced just last night. I allowed my daughter to go to a class, to a dance class that she had been asking to go to for a while. And it's in a town, like I said, that I just did not care for. Um, But my mom had called and said, hey, she can try this class out and just see how she likes it. And I had already told her, like, "I I don't really like this town. My experiences here are not always great, but we can, we'll try it out. Now, the teacher does look like me and my daughter. It's a he, but he does look like me and my daughter. And it's less, it's less about the fact that the little girl did what she did. 
it's more about the fact that he made my daughter apologize. If you don't know, I homeschooled my daughter for about 18 months because she was having some behavioral issues in school. And I had free time, I was a stay-at-home mom anyway, so I was like, let me just take her out and really work with her on how to express herself, how to express her emotions, and how to communicate effectively. Because my daughter is a firecracker, honey, and if she don't like what you're doing, she will tell you. <laughs> and sometimes not in the kindest way. And so I worked with her, I was diligent with her, I studied her. We studied coping skills, we studied how to communicate, we, you know, we really worked very diligently. And my daughter has come a long way. And what makes me so upset about the situation is the fact that my daughter did all the right things. She was kind, she was friendly, she didn't explode, she didn't have a big emotional reaction and she was still made to apologize. She was still made to feel like she did something to apologize for. Almost like the little girl did something in reaction to what my daughter did. And I can tell you as a black mother, we face a lot of different microaggressions, a lot of passive aggressive behavior that we just have to ignore. And Nobody talks about really how that affects your self-esteem, how that affects how you view the world, how you communicate with other people, how you view other people, because microaggressions and passive-aggressive behavior are so underhanded, they're so small and minute that it's almost like if you address it, you sound like you're crazy. And I'm here to tell any black mother who has ever experienced anything like that, you are not crazy. You saw what you saw, you heard what you heard, they did what they did. I hate this narrative that as black women, we have to be so polished and we have to always tailor our responses and be the one who takes the higher road and we have to remain calm because you know we can't be one of those. And you know, it really pisses me off it really pisses me off because people get to act however they want to act. People get to do whatever it is that they want to do. And then when we as black women want to advocate for ourselves or advocate for our children, all of a sudden we're in the wrong. Do we have big emotions sometimes? Absolutely. Look at what we've been through. <laughs> Look at what we've been through. Look at what we are still dealing with to this very day. But it's something different about watching it happen to your child. It's something different about having to teach your child how to deal with microaggressions and passive aggressive behavior. Even aggressive behavior from people who don't look like you. Because that little girl may have spit in her face and my daughter might have used to might have wanna wild out on her. And then my daughter would be in the wrong because of her emotional response. And I think that that is so unfair. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I don't know what to do about that. Because the more that I think about the situation, the more I'm torn because I'm like, ah, they're kids, but I'm also like, but my daughter did not deserve that. And what made you think that she needed to apologize? But then I'm also like, what happened to you as an adult male that made you think that somebody else being assaulted, because if we want to talk about it, spitting on somebody is technically considered assault. What happened to you that made you feel like 
that is what's supposed to happen. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm really confused by the world we live in sometimes, especially looking at it through the lens of a black mother raising a black daughter because I don't know what to teach her sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, baby girl, you know, you gotta calm down, you gotta tailor your response, you have to be kind and, you know, be friendly and don't, don't act up because you know they're looking at you because they are. We can call a spade a spade. They look at us differently. They treat us differently. It just is what it is. And I don't think people talk about the pain that and the effect that it has on you and your self-esteem as a mother when you can teach your child all the right things and things like this still happen. I used to say you can tailor your response because um, everything doesn't deserve a reaction. Everything does deserve a response though. And so in this specific situation, I didn't respond. I didn't even tell the teacher because I didn't know what to think at first. I was like, mm. part of me was like, you know, we live in this whitewashed society anyways, where, anyways, <laughs> whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But where you feel like you have to be a certain type of thing, you have to respond a certain type of way. And if you don't, you are deemed aggressive or combative or domineering. And I get confused because I'm like, okay, I can understand the little girl apologizing. And I can even understand why you would make my daughter apologize, but I can understand that from a trauma perspective, not from a this makes sense perspective. Because let's be honest, it doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It will never make sense. But it wasn't until I talked to my mom where um, I told her what happened and she was like, uh-uh-uh. Why does she have to apologize for, for what the little girl did? Like, she's a new student. Why would, you allow, why would you allow a student who's been there for however long to treat a new student like this? Like, and my daughter was the only black girl in the class. So, you know, I'm not trying to say everything is racially motivated, but is this what she always does? Is this what this little girl always does? These are the questions that I have in my mind. And now I'm thinking in my head, like, my daughter loves this class. Is somebody who looks like her, which was very important to me. This is not that expensive, um, but it is too expensive for my daughter to be treated like that. And so all these things are going through my mind as we're riding home. And like I said, it wasn't until I talked to, until I sat down and I talked to my mom that I realized, like, no, my daughter doesn't have to be a part of anything like that. We're not desperate. We're not. Um, needy and we're not getting a handout you know what I'm saying like I don't want to subject my daughter to being treated poorly because I used to dance when I was younger and I will tell you dance girl mean is a different kind of mean okay and things that are said and that happen behind closed doors during recitals and during rehearsals out of the sight of parents is real and my daughter's self-esteem is high. I want to keep it high. And I don't want anybody tearing her down. I don't want her to think that it's okay for anybody to be tearing her down. And so, you know, in, con in, con in, um, in the end, I decided that I was not going to send my daughter to that school. 
And I kind of alluded to it to her um, that, you know, well, we're not going to go to that school again. We're just going to, we're going to find another one. She was like, no, but I really like it. And I said, but I said, okay, well, mommy will think about it. And then as I laid down cuddling with her yesterday, I said to her, I said, baby girl, you deserve to be somewhere where they treat you with respect. Nobody should have made you apologize for what that little girl did to you. And she was like, okay, mommy. She said, I want a girl teacher anyways. <laughs> and so here I am racking my brain about whether or not I should send my child here and whether or not, you know, I should just bite the bullet. My daughter didn't want to go back to that class anyways. <laughs> she didn't want to go back anyways. So I don't really know where I was going with this, but I feel like we as black mothers, we have to endure so much. And I know our black men endure a lot too, but I, I don't have the perspective of a man. I have the perspective of a mother. And trying to teach my daughter to be kind, loving and gentle, but strong and have firm boundaries and to feel good about herself and to advocate for herself in a world where it tells her that her boundaries don't matter and that when she sets um, the standard for herself is too high. Like everything in the world is just contradicting what I'm trying to teach my daughter because even in the moments where she is kind, even in the moments where she is friendly, she still faces the same consequences or same treatment as if she wasn't. So how do I treat, how do I teach my daughter that no matter what you do, they may always treat you this way? How do I teach that to a seven-year-old without traumatizing her? If anybody has an answer, be sure to leave it down in the comments. But, and if anybody of a different ethnicity is watching this, if you want to be an ally, let little black girls live. Let us live. We just want to be free. We want to be respected. We're not saying we got to have an attitude all the time. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, leave us alone. Let us be great. Leave us alone. We want to raise our children in peace. We want to go to the supermarket in peace. We want to go to the pool in peace. We want to drive in peace. We want to go to school in peace. We want peace. We want peace in a world that continuously wages microaggressive violence against us. And black women, we deserve peace. We may not get it from the world around us, and it may take us a while to teach our children how to find peace within themselves and to navigate this contradictory ass world. But best believe, you are the woman for the job. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, and be sure to share with another extraordinary woman in your life. Also, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at the Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast. Until next time.